0: Our next guest was one of the best soccer players to come out of the Valley area, Jack. Of course, she played her her college career here at Columbus and just a machine,
1: a highlight machine when she was at Columbus State. That's right, and now she's making highlights for the Columbus Rapids, and we're going to get to know her just a little bit better. This is episode 23, the Jordan episode (laughs) of On Your Sidelines.
2: the final buzzer sounds, the game is over, but their story isn't time to hang out on the sidelines
1: and learn the real stories of these sports icons welcome to the on your sidelines podcast with the news 3 sports team
0: well bring it in everybody welcome to the on your sidelines podcast as jack mentioned the jordan episode number 23 of course i'm sports director jack uh, rex castillo that will be wow <laughs> that is the first time that's happened i'm just coming off vacation so here's the thing <laughs> still left my mind somewhere on the road Jack could have my job, though, honestly. he probably better than I
1: am at Holy this Holy crap. For the record, everybody, that's Rex Castillo. Hi.
0: I'm Jack Patterson. So this is like Michael Jordan when he was in the Wizards uniform, not in Prime Bulls uniform. Anyway, let's get to that t-shirt. I'll do a flying start. Jack, who are you repping today? I am
1: repping Columbus State. I'm going to try to be smooth with this. It's going to be absolutely uh, impossible. You can't do any worse. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're gonna, challenge accepted. Well, rocking Columbus State today. Uh, this is a the Apropos. basketball shirt with the uh, Cougar Radio on there. Great work with Scott Miller and everything. But I want to use this to rep all the Columbus State athletics teams. The soccer team is fantastic. That's yep. a tease to coming up in the show. He's a pro. And then... The basketball team is doing fantastic as well. Softball, baseball, getting ready to get underway, track as well. So shout out to all the KUZ athletes as well as the coaches who work so well with us. And, of course, you'll be seeing more of them coming up on News 3. Rex, who you rocking? Still Rex Castillo double-checking the driver's license.
0: I'm repping the Georgia Bulldogs who are still your national champs after 40-plus years. Jack, does that still feel good to say?
1: It still doesn't feel real, to be honest.
0: (laughs) Well, let's get to the real interview of today. The real star of this podcast, one Olivia Jarrell from the Columbus Rapids. Thank you so much for joining us, Olivia.
2: Of course. Thank you so much for having me.
0: So obviously a, a superstar on the soccer pitch at Columbus Day, but let's start a little bit earlier than that. When did you get a love for soccer?
2: Um, well, that kind of developed a little later in my childhood. I started playing around like seven. Usually people start around like three. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> it was a little bit late behind. bloomer right there. Yeah. I got inspired by my family. Some of my cousins played. So I just kind of fell in love with the game and it just grew from there.
1: What is it about soccer that kind of, you know, draws you in and, you know, makes it fun for you?
2: Well, it's just wide open space. You get to run and you get to like You get to battle with some people, so it's also fun. get a little aggressive. I don't know if you guys noticed a couple of my games in the Rapids, (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) I can be a little aggressive sometimes, and it allows you to do that.
0: And I I love that the fire that you have and the passion that you have. Is that something that developed more and more as you got more practice and spent more time playing soccer?
2: Um, I think it's just my competitive nature because, honestly, I am not that much of a competitive person Mm -hmm. outside of soccer. It's my most competitive sport ever, and so – it just kind of, it's natural to me. <laughs>
0: Once you step, step on the soccer pitch, it's over, right?
2: Pretty much. <laughs> People often say I have, like, a different personality. They're like, who is that person? It's like a switch. <laughs> yeah, literally.
1: So when did you start feeling like, you know, this is kind of something I want to do, you know, in my life? You know, like, professionally?
2: Um, when I was younger, I did some developmental camps and everything, and I got an opportunity to go over to London, England oh, when wow. I was in uh, probably, like, 14 or 15, and so a club took me over there, and it was just really incredible experience and everything. So I was like, well, wow, I can really do this. So <laughs> it'd be awesome to continue my career with something I love to do.
0: What club took you over uh, in England?
2: Um, it was the West Ham Academy.
0: Wow, that's no, that's amazing. <laughs> so to have West Ham, you know, obviously an established organization, bring you over there. What was the biggest difference between, I guess, working on your game over there versus here stateside?
2: Um, I guess just the level of communication and how they perform and how they coach and everything. It's just you get to learn different styles of play and different coaching methods, so that way you become more coachable and adaptable for everything around you into the game.
1: That is incredible. Bro, she got game. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we knew that already. (laughs) So when you you come back, you know, you you come back and what was it like, you know, you played down in Florida for your high school career. What was it like, you know, training there and you know, kind of cutting your teeth there?
2: Um, it was a little different. Um high school and club in Florida for me wasn't as I guess prestige as my college experience. Like that was intense and we went very far in the program and everything. And so high school was a little mixed match of people who have never played soccer and stuff like that. So I got to experience not only learning from them and their experiences, but them learning from me as well. So I became more of like, tried to be at least like a leader and lead by example, not just by my words or just because I'm good or anything. So
0: By good, y'all, she, she's being humble because she's, I, I would be surprised if anyone broke your records because record holder for goals and assists over at, say, Augustine High. Um, yes, and then you bring that over to Columbus State. And as you mentioned, high school soccer, you can have a mishmash of people who are, kind of taking it not seriously or getting used to the game, but now you come to Columbus State where you're on the team with other scholarship players. What was that environment like at Columbus State?
2: Um, it was definitely competitive. Jay Entlich, he really drove us and made us um, fight for those positions and spots like within our roster and within the team and everything, and so that just made us strive to do better on the field as well and compete against other players and teams. I, and she just an uh, outstanding yeah. player
1: for the Cougars program. And not only that, but, you know, when you when you were at Columbus State, you know, you guys kind of continued the legacy that that program has of, you know, making deep runs in the NCAA tournament. You know, what was it like, you know, making those runs with those squads and, you know, just the camaraderie you had with that team?
2: It was absolutely incredible. It was an experience that I will never take back ever, ever. It was completely like amazing my freshman year going into it we went to the national championship no one was expecting it and we just drove it and took it all the way we absolutely believed in each other and we try to um lead that on through more and more seasons so
0: as you go through your you know your freshman sophomore junior you're scoring 10 goals plus almost 20 your sophomore year how did your game evolve how did you notice your game evolve uh, under coach j and just how that program
1: pushed you
2: um, I think it, he just took and harnessed my competitive nature and my drive to win and he really excelled it and pushed that forward because I mean, as I said, I'm very competitive. <laughs> I will score those goals. I'll lay my body on that line. And he allowed me to do that. And he tried to keep me in check in, as well.
0: 71 goal career goals at Columbus State, Jack. Yeah, that, that's that's That does not calculate y'all. That's, that's that is
1: crazy. That's a record. And to have the record, you know, to have a record at Columbus State, a school that prides itself on its soccer program. You know, what does that mean to you knowing that your name is in the record books? Nobody has done it better.
2: I mean, it is pretty cool. I don't necessarily like look at the records or anything. I just play to play because I love the game. Like it's really cool. But I mean, it is what it is.
0: Nice and humble, y'all. She's <laughs> a goal-scoring machine. So what, do you have any favorite moments at Columbus State that I know that, you know, we we cover the games, we see you guys in between the lines for those 90 minutes, but do you have any favorite moments uh, that you can talk about or share, <laughs> if you're comfortable sharing on the podcast?
2: <laughs> uh, definitely. I think just after, like, getting a big win, whether it's an overtime or anything, it's just everyone coming together, and um, we do, like, team bonding and everything, and those experiences are the little parts in between are what make the college experience and I think everything. So it's not just the soccer aspect, it's making the friends and I'm still in touch with those people and everything. So yeah, we're all great friends. still.
1: fantastic. So one question I did want to ask, you know, like I said, you, you know, you play high school ball in Florida. How did you end up finding Columbus state?
2: Um, I just went to different tournaments and ID camps and college showcases, and one of the first coaches that came up to me was Rade, and he was a previous coach at Columbus State, and he was just like, you're really good, I'm interested in you, here's our information, and I was like, okay, that was the first coach to ever talk to me, and I didn't really think about it, and then whenever it was... T- time to make my decision, I would, like, look back, and I was like, what is this school? Right. Like, they're the first person to reach out to me. They must be special. So then I was debating between back and forth, and then I was like, you know what? This is the school for me. And I just decided I came to the campus. It's beautiful there. It really so, is. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the downtown area is great. Like, Columbus State's amazing, so...
0: I mean, you seem like anyone who could have taken their game anywhere. So, again, at Columbus State is thankful that
1: you were here. We're
0: <laughs> thankful that we got to see your game evolve. When you play your uh, your senior year, obviously that kind of puts the bookend uh, on your time at Columbus State. What was that season like for you, uh, you know, now that you're kind of the established leader of that group?
2: Yeah, I mean, senior year, senior season <laughs> was definitely a trip. Like, I loved it. I just try to have fun, to be honest. And I feel like we could have gone a lot farther than we did, but it is what it is, and it was a great group of girls, and it was an amazing experience.
1: So, from there, you know, obviously you wrap up your career at Columbus State. What was next for you?
2: Um, Well, I wasn't really sure. I went and tried out for Houston Dash after that. Unfortunately, I didn't make it, but I got to spring season, so I did their spring training there, and then I just was like, all right, I need a break. I think my body's a little tired. Sure, so yeah. Since, I've, what, seven years old? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, tough. And I was a multi-sport athlete. So, um, yeah, I decided to go back home, rest my legs a little bit, get a job, start my career. And yeah. then COVID hit, and so that really put a damper on everything. And then at the beginning of 2021, Jay reached out to me and was just like, hey, you want to continue playing soccer? And I was like, yeah, always. <laughs> so then I moved back up here and started training again.
0: What is it, it like to, I guess, kind of a full circle moment? You you hear about the Columbus Rapids. I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of times where you have to be kind of skeptical about these kind of leagues. But was it Jay and Miguel who were involved in this that, that kind of allowed you to, to put their faith in what the Columbus Rapids could be?
2: I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, Miguel has worked for Columbus state and he volunteers there. And so Jay has a lot of faith in him and I have a lot of faith in Jay. So I just trusted the system, trusted the process. And he was like, Hey, this could be a great opportunity. And I was like, all right, let's go. And I like Miguel. So
0: <laughs> put pen to paper. You're a professional soccer player. Now has that reality sunk in when you put, when you actually signed the piece of paper?
2: I don't think so. I, I mean, it still hasn't sunk in. I mean, I love to play soccer, so I'm still going to do it regardless. It's there you go. It's really cool, though, <laughs> still.
1: What is it like taking to the field inside the Columbus Civic Center and you've got a whole bunch of people, you know, screaming and chanting, you know, for you and for the team?
2: It's it's a different experience, honestly. Like, I don't know how to describe it. I, Like, you walk in and then just the crowd and everyone, and it's just – Incredible and it's crazy. Like, I wasn't expecting it at all. And, like, once you start playing, like, there's no nerves or anything. Like, they're here for you and they're cheering for y'all. And it's like, it's awesome.
0: I'm so glad that, like, you know, fans have come out here to really support y'all because I think this could be a really special thing for y'all. And to be the first, that's going to be something no one ever could take that away from you. So, (laughs) be the first group to put this uniform on. What is that group like, though? Because I know a lot of you are embarking on this journey at the same time, brand new. Team, brand new organization in a new league what's it like to be part of that group
2: um it's a great group of women i mean we're always evolving and changing and trying to learn and adapt to this game so it's always a challenge it's never boring so yeah. <laughs> that's good which i love a challenge so i think it's just how we fit into this um we like bond well as a group so just fitting into this role of the indoor soccer which nobody's really played before so it's just different and so we're just trying to get in our groove with that
1: And that kind of actually brings me to my next question is what has been the biggest challenge for you adjusting to the indoor game?
2: I guess because I am really fast and like I use utilize my speed a lot in the outdoor game on that huge field. It's just a little different with, your movements and everything and using the walls like the ball doesn't really go out so you just have to you're just constantly moving back and forth and just doing like sprints and stuff so it is very tiring so like getting used to that movement and everything is probably the biggest challenge
0: yeah, coach Miguel doesn't play with the conditioning too right like he's he's getting you know are you starting to find your footing though I, i'm sure with a game like that it just takes time to yeah. be able to, to get used to it right
2: yeah, I think we're definitely starting to get it. I mean, our games are getting closer and closer together. So, I mean, I feel like it, um, wind shrink is up in our – it's up there. Feel I it, feel it coming.
1: There you go. You feel like, you know, you, like I said, you know, like Rex was saying, that the team is starting to kind of come together and everything. You know, when you, when you see everything starting to come together, you know, what is that doing for you guys in team chemistry?
2: I mean, whenever we come together, it just solidifies that we are doing this for the right reason. And everyone is here for the right reason. And we're all playing for each other and together and for this incredible experience. I mean, we are the first. So like everybody really embraces that and is trying to just live up to it, I guess.
0: I know that you, you guys have a lot to worry about, of course, with the game plan and the opponents, but like to see you guys celebrated, the community really appreciate y'all. now you're giving young girls young soccer players in this area someone to look up to, that must be a really cool experience when you interact with the fans like that, right?
2: Oh, yeah. It's so cool. I mean, after the game, signing autographs and stuff. Like, I've signed a forehead on one of the games.
0: Like. <laughs> That's
2: amazing. Yeah. I mean, it took pictures with the girl, you know, fight scenes, stuff like that. Like, it's really cool. And seeing some of the girls that I, like, trained at my time at Columbus State and stuff like that and watching them and seeing them come out and supporting me is absolutely incredible.
1: And for you, you know, being one of the faces of the franchise, you know, being the Columbus State star you know that's playing for the Rapids you know how has it been you know having you know little girls look up to you
2: it's definitely eye-opening it's a different type of feeling it's something I've never really experienced before I guess so I'm still trying to get used to it it's definitely different but now I'm starting to embrace it and I'm like whoa this is really cool (laughs) and like whenever I was younger I didn't really have those type of people to look up to and those type of women because they just weren't I guess, prominent back then, but now like we're rising to the top and to be part of that rise and part of that growth is just, it's awesome.
0: See, that kind of tied into my next question. was like, who were you looking up to? Because I, I would have to say for the casual people or people who were kind of in the know, the women's national team has blown up recently, mm-hmm. but you know, again, you really didn't have that much to, to look up to prominently, but who were some of your people that you looked up to in the, in the, in the world of soccer?
2: I mean, I looked up to, like, Mia Hamm and, like, Abby Wambach for a little bit. Like, just that group and everything. So, it was, like, their, I guess, their national team that really, like, sparked it all. And Mm -hmm. so, I've looked up to them for a very long time.
1: And you get the opportunity to be a part of not just the first, you know, women's soccer, but the first women's professional team here in Columbus. You know, when you when you think about that and you think about the history that you're a part of, does it ever kind of you know sink sink in just how big this really is?
2: I don't think it is gonna sink in, in probably like twenty or thirty years down the road, <laughs> And I'll be like, wow, like that was really cool because you don't really know that it's a start of something until it's already started and it's passed and made its legacy. So
0: to make this journey though, I've looked at, looking on the roster. You have some other Columbus State women on there. So yeah. what's it like to share this experience with some uh, experience with some fellow Cougars as well?
2: Oh, it's incredible. I loved playing with Bria. Me and her, we get along like two pieces of pods. It's crazy. <laughs> our attitude and our drive sometimes clash and is, can be really intense. But um, I loved playing with her and vice versa. So, And then Sydney Badney was actually my roommate my freshman year. Oh, no wow. kidding. So, yeah, it's awesome. We got to reconnect and do everything. So That's awesome.
1: That's awesome. So talk a little bit about, you, you mentioned him a little bit earlier, but Miguel Galindo, the head coach for the Rapids, and, you know, volunteered at Columbus State. What has it been like playing for him and, you know, seeing, you know, the style that he's trying to play, uh, put in place for you guys?
2: It's definitely different from what I've experienced before, but then again, it's a different game. So he's got to switch it up. He's got to do things different. He's very tactical and will break down film, which I really do appreciate, especially you're trying to learn a new game.
0: When it comes to learning that new game, too, I mean, you have someone who's dedicated to, to help you teach that. But I also know the, the the Rapids have a a male a men's team as well, and I've heard that there's, the support goes back and forth. What's it like having their support for your game, and then I'm sure I'm sure you guys support them as well, right?
2: Yeah, um, at my experience at Columbus State, we didn't have another men's team, right. so mm-hmm. like we didn't have that counterbalance or anything, and so it's just an extra level of support and like, they know what we're going through and we know what they're going through. So it's great to have someone who like knows what you're going through. That's just not someone on your team necessarily. I
0: know that there have been growing pains uh, to this season. i I would say that, you know, if people just look at the record. It does not reflect the kind of team that you guys are. <laughs> I, the, the, the decision for the leadership was to go hyper-local, and I thought that was wonderful to bring familiar faces back here. What, what was that like? I know that you could mix in some veterans who were from the other side of the country or whatever, but to have people who have at least a local tie to Columbus, how cool is that?
2: I think it's incredible. I mean, it just embraces the community and helps us grow and flourish and just solidifies those fans and those little girls and even little boys and look up to us and stuff like that. So, yeah.
1: What's been your favorite moment so far this season?
2: I think just getting able to like meet the fans afterwards, like after the first game and everything at home, you don't really realize it, but like it was like wow, like we were there for a little bit, like signing autographs and like it was so cool, like something I've never experienced before. So
0: I was um, Coach Gibson, uh, who was kind of working behind the scenes with y'all, was telling us lines. There were literally huge lines for mm-hmm. y'all. And when you look down the line, it's just like okay, I'll be here for a long time, but. As you mentioned, it's really enjoyable, right? You signed a forehead, first of all. That's amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. I mean, I'm going to have to do, like, hand exercises pretty soon because I was like, oh, my gosh. I just learned to sign with my other hand because there was so many. And so, yeah.
1: That's absolutely incredible. And I think, you know, you've kind of been a part of the Columbus soccer community for a, for a little bit of time now, going back to your time at Columbus State. How have you seen the the exposure for the game you know grow here?
2: Um, I think it just comes through whenever you see those fans show up and I've seen them at camps with um, like CSU because I worked camps over the summer so I recognize those girls and those faces and seeing like the several teams that show up I mean we went to a birthday party for a group of little girls and like their soccer team and stuff like that we got to make an appearance and she had her birthday party at a cs or at a rapids game so that's awesome that's really great yeah it was awesome and we got to sign their autographs take pictures and everything so that was really really cool
0: when it comes to the, the family reaction, when you told them that you are going to do this Columbus Rapids thing, what was that like?
2: Oh, my God. They're ecstatic. They miss <laughs> me playing soccer so bad. They loved coming out to all of the games. They're the ultimate soccer parents. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fantastic. So they just need, they didn't need to be, if they were outside, just with like the foldable chairs and everything with that, and uh, just supporting you the entire time. Now they get to support you again. Had they made it to a couple home games as well?
2: yes they have um they got to make it to the first one and then unfortunately i was out for a little bit Mm -hmm. but um yeah i'm pretty much having to tell them not to come to some of the games during the week i'm like you guys have to work you have to stay there like don't come it's all right you come to the next one so
0: (laughs) you have to adult so when i'm there you let them know that that's really what has been the hardest part of the balance though i know that like being a professional athlete and balancing the rest of life must be must be a little bit of a challenge right
2: yeah, it definitely is because I do work um, full time, pretty much. So, oh wow! Yeah, I work. At so this is
0: like a part time gig with the rap, is it? Well, you have to work full time. That, that, <laughs> how, how are you balancing that though? Is it you still have the love of the game? Is that what pu- uh, pushes you to keep on doing this?
2: Pretty much. It's like the only thing because it's it gets tiring sometimes. So it's definitely a balance and I have to make sure I get my work done. But mm-hmm. then I'm also like, I got to go to practice. <laughs> so I get off of work and then I go to practice and then I come back, sleep, eat, repeat. So
0: <laughs> Sleep for a couple hours and get back to it,
2: yeah.
1: right?
0: That's, that, that, I mean, props to you for doing yeah, that. Yeah, I hear well. you that. that's,
1: like, that's That's kind of mind-blowing to me to be able to to play at the level you play and still be able to maintain all that. So when you, when, when you hit the field and you go out here with these girls and you have the opportunity to just, just take a second, you know, for me, all you know, when I played, I always took a second before the game to kind of, you know, let everything sink in. Have it have you had the opportunity to let, sink in what exactly you're really doing here, you know, building a, building a franchise?
2: Um, I don't think so necessarily. I think I'm just – thinking like, all right, it's another game, let's play, let's do this, like, that's my mindset, and maybe after the season it'll sink in more, mm-hmm. but, like, I'm just here to play for the fans, play for my team, and play for myself, so.
0: When, you, when it comes to the actual game, and you told your parents who have been used to you watching, like, playing 11 on 11, and now they're seeing this insanity, this sprint of a, <laughs> sprint of a game, what, what is it like for them when they see, like, how fast the game is going on as far as the indoor game goes?
2: Um, It was definitely an adjustment. My dad was like, this is like hockey. Y'all are fighting <laughs> each other like <laughs> hockey. Like. <laughs> and so, I mean, they really enjoy it, I think, like the fast pace. It's sub- definitely something they're adjusting to as well, but they love it. So they just love to see me playing.
0: With the support and the way things are set up, do you think this has a potential to be a, a really special, long-lasting thing here? Because I know that we had an indoor team for – like a season here and then it it unfortunately didn't work out. But it seems like the way you guys are building it, it's the right way to do it.
2: Oh, absolutely. This is going to flourish and thrive. And I can't wait to see how it grows. Man.
0: I'm just so glad that you guys are being, I know it keeps us busy, but we're always (laughs) so excited when we're able to, to cover you guys and be able to at least promote what we can, because I think absolutely as Jack and I agree, this was the right time to bring in something like this. And we're long overdue for a women's professional team here in
1: town.
2: And definitely it's incredible.
1: Now, um, Going back to the fact that you have a men's team to that supports you guys and you know vice versa, you know have you have there been any kind of like you know uh, what's the word cooperation like you know working together anything like that maybe scrimmages or something like that?
2: Um, we've practiced a couple times together. Um, I believe we're gonna practice this Wednesday together, but we haven't really integrated that much just because um, I think. It's the same game, but it's also a little different for us and yeah. for them. So I think we try and keep that separate if possible.
0: All right, if we line y'all up, who's winning? Guys versus girls?
2: Oh, women for sure. <laughs> 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 yeah, I
0: was about to say, no one's going to let t- – with your competitive nature?
2: Oh, yeah. I'll <laughs> knock them right over. We'll all physical <laughs> them. They won't see it coming.
1: There you go. I don't want to be on the business end of a nah, – No, see, the last <laughs> thing I
2: want
0: to do is I, you have to defend Olivia. No, I won't. I'm just going <laughs> to let her do what she needs to do. As far as, um, you know, with your competitive nature and everyone rising up, to, to be as competitive like that, what's it like to be around that competition again? Because I know that you took a little bit of a break. What was it like to, you know, like I get a chance to lace them up again and be in a professional setting in a, a competitive game again?
2: Oh, it's awesome. It definitely keeps me balanced, like gets all my frustration and everything <laughs> out. So <laughs> I love it, honestly.
1: And knowing that you have an opportunity to play at a pro level as well, not only continuing your, your career, but kind of, you know, taking that next step, you know, what's kind of your future goals
2: i mean it's every little girl's dream to become a professional so, whatever <laughs> in their sport or in their careers like and in their past so just to have that title and that recognition i think it's incredible so i mean hopefully it'll lead to the little girls here and everything being able to rise and be professionals in their community it, like especially because this is their home so it grew and thrived here so
0: Still side eyeing the Houston Dash for for for, for cutting you because <laughs> he's man. a Houston,
1: he's a Houston born and raised. So
0: this so, oh. first of all about that y'all messed up, but I I think that's that's really uh, your understanding like how how to give these little girls more hope because you're right. I, I would assume that like after college, options are pretty limited for a professional careers. So for you to be able to grow this. I think always giving back and seeing those little girls, is it great seeing those girls like, okay, now they have an idea and another avenue to pursue a sport they love. That must be really cool for you, right?
2: Yeah, it's so cool because I didn't have that when I was younger. It was only one way pretty much. So just to have these girls here and just see that they have opportunities elsewhere, like professionally is is like really inspiring.
1: It's just cool talking to her, man. I got to be honest. It's just really awesome. Like, just seeing your, seeing your perspective and knowing that you know like I you know the one thing that stands out to me is just the fact that when I look at this team and I look look at players like Bria and Sydney and you as well' it's that you are that you guys are like the poster child for for women's soccer in the Chattahoochee Valley you know and I know there's a lot of people you know boys and girls that look up to you guys. So when you when you see these long lines at you know long lines at the autograph tables and you see these crowds, they are seemingly getting bigger by the week. Yeah. For the for these Rapids games, you know, does it make does has it has it hit has it hit you yet? You know, just how much of an impact you got you are making here for soccer in the Chattahoochee Valley.
2: Um, I think it's slowly like and progressively get. Um... Make it seem like there's more of an impact it's just at first you're kind of like shocked you're like oh whoa this is something new like right. this is crazy like but this won't happen again and then another game comes and it's like whoa okay well here's some more and then again and again so like even whenever we lost like they're still there they're here supporting us and it just makes not a loss good but it uplifts Softens it at the least blow. yes exactly <laughs> And yeah,
0: yeah, sure. It's a performance-based business, sure. You know, it, it's tough for, for whatever the records is, but to see those crowds come back week after week after week, that must be something really special. Are you starting to recognize like certain fans who are the die-hard ones who are always there all the time? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure the forehead signing one was. Got to tell the story about that. Like, how did you end up signing a forehead?
2: I don't know. I was just sitting there, and this little boy comes up, and he's just like, "Hey, can you sign my forehead?" And I was just like your forehead with a Sharpie. Like, you know, it's permanent. Right. And he was just like, yeah. And I was like, where's your mom? <laughs> and she goes, Oh, it's okay. And I was like, all right, pick a color.
0: <laughs> First of all to say, Oh, it's okay. I just love the shock. Like I'm going to be a responsible adult and not do this right away. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, awesome. and now to say that it's, you know, the, the, the parallel with little girls looking up to you is, is there. And I think it's so important, but to see young boys look up to you, like, that must be really cool to see as well, right? Because I'm sure that, for whatever reason, boys may think, oh, it's just a girls game. But no, they're actually fans of you, and, and you signed a boy's forehead. <laughs> Again, what how, what is that like for you to see?
2: It's really cool. I mean, it's I, it's indescribable, honestly, because when we were younger, there wasn't, like, that many female roles to look up to. So if we can broaden that perspective for um, little boys and girls, like, that's crazy because they are not going to underestimate us and not live in that predominantly male world. Like, a female is here, and we are making an impact.
0: They got game, y'all. Got to keep telling y'all this until,
1: until you believe it. If you could talk to, let's just say, you know, 14-year-old Olivia, you know, getting ready to get go into high school, and you could tell her about the journey she's getting ready to go on, what would you tell her?
2: Probably do a few more sprints. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the competitive nature. I love it so much. <laughs> oh man. That, that, now that's great. Um, when it comes to people who may doubt what this game looks like or, you know, like, okay, it's not traditional soccer or traditional football. What, what would you tell them about like trying to check out a Rapids game or just the indoor game in general?
2: Um, just be ready for an experience. Cause it's definitely something that you've never really seen before. And, the crowd and the environment is just completely different, and it's incredible. Like, it's more personal and close, and I feel like all the fans can come together and join us as a team. Like, it's not just us playing as the team. Like, it's everyone around us as the team, and you can feel that inside of the stadium.
1: You can, So it feels more like a community rather than just a team.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: And I think that's one of the – big differences you see compared to, you know, other teams around the country, you know, other semi-pro teams around the country where, you know, you, you, have, you know, it's just a team and that's it. But mm-hmm. you guys have done a real, you know, big job about reaching out to the community and letting the community be a part of this, of this, of your, uh, of the squad, of mm-hmm. the organization. How important is that for you personally, knowing that, you know, you get to be able to reach out and, you know, make those connections.
2: Um, I mean, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like just being in the environment and having those people like there's always someone who will have your back, like no matter what, like after the games are always like you did a great job, like not just from your teammates, because that can get sometimes eh, like from your teammates, they're just trying to be like nice and everything. But like to hear it from like the community as well. And like, keep on going like you're doing awesome. Like, it's just really great to have that extra support.
0: I know that the business side of this sport can also dampen the, the passion or the love for it. It's just kind of the nature of it. But it seems like you still have a real joy for this game. How important has that been to keep alive? And has it been this new challenge to kind of reignite that?
2: A little bit. I mean, love has always been there. But to ignite that spark and be able to play again is definitely something I wasn't expecting. So, I mean, I'm not taking this opportunity for granted.
0: Have you been able to make it back to Columbus State and see Coach Jay and all them and hang out for a little bit on your old stomping grounds?
2: I mean, I try to make an appearance here <laughs> and there.
0: <laughs> from what the, I guess, for, just to add f- uh, from from your point of view, what does what the girls, uh, what does the women's team look like over at Columbus State? The talent that they have over there. I mean, they've they've only gotten better, better every single year. I've been here. It's been pretty amazing to see.
2: Oh yeah, I'm always so excited to go watch them play. Ever since I graduated, I try to make it up to every single game that I possibly could and support them and see them after. And even the new players coming in that I didn't play with, like I've tried to get to know them. Um, a little more personally as well. And it's a great group. Like, they're incredible players. So I can't wait to watch them grow.
1: What's it like now being kind of like, you know, one of the, you know, you are one of the faces of Columbus State's program. You know, you're one of the success stories of Columbus State's program. So when you go back on campus, what's it like knowing that, you know, people are looking up to you and be like, you know, she, you know I don't, I, I know, probably not saying she's an all time record holder, but you're, you are one of the greatest players that ever played for Columbus State.
2: Yeah, uh, Jay definitely kind of hypes me up sometimes. He's your hype
0: man when you walk on campus?
2: A little bit. I would come to trainings and stuff, and he'd be like, look, this is the girl. She's it. If you're striving to be something, here it is. And I'm like, "Ah." (laughs) Whoops. Hi. (laughs) It's me.
0: (laughs) I mean, your hard work has really paid off, but what is it about practice? Is that forged in practice, like? You see, how much hard work do you put into practice to like make sure that that result comes in the game?
2: I mean, you practice how you play, so however you practice is gonna ha- is gonna be how you play in the game. So you have to bring that intensity every single day, no matter if it's a light day, if it's a hard day. Like you are sweating, you are grinding, like you are <laughs> huffing and puffing. Like you just gotta keep on pushing through, and that really reflects in the game because when it comes down to those key moments, those pressure moments, you'll make it happen.
0: How does Olivia Gerald get over, like, a bad day in practice? Like, you're just having an off day.
2: Um, I yell a lot, and <laughs> then I just chalk it up to the next one.
0: <laughs> a lot of words you can't say right now on on air. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's really, again, it's amazing to see your hard work pay off. It, any pieces of advice for, for girls going into the CSU program or wanting to pursue a career like yours?
2: Just keep on believing. and Keep on working, because um, you truly can do it. I believe that.
1: What's the one moment when you felt like you arrived that you've kind of you know, gotten to, one, to a high place? Like, you know, where you feel like, man, I can't believe I'm here.
2: I don't really think that you ever really arrive. I think that it's always you're traveling and you're moving fast and you're going forward. So if you arrive someplace, I feel like you can't get any better because there's no room to get better. So I just always am trying and striving to be better.
1: I love that. Output. I love that.
0: Well, <laughs> again, she would tell her younger self to do more sprints. so <laughs> um, who's along with I know that you can you have a highly highly competitive nature. who's also really really competitive on the roster?
2: I think everyone is to be quite honest, like in practice, we're shoving each other over like we're not taking it lightly, like everyone's working hard and it's really intense practices so.
0: Man, I, again, if you haven't made your way to a Columbus Rapids game, y'all need to right now. I'm telling you, I wish I – I'm going to make it out to a couple right here. Jack, you've covered a couple. What's the environment like?
1: The environment is mental. like I Mental, think, see? Like, <laughs> I kind of compare it to – a, it's almost like a mini Atlanta United game that oh, I nice. that I I've been to a few Atlanta United games and it's kind of like that. I think the only thing we're missing is we need to get a marching band in there and then we can really get popular. Oh, let's go. So, but what was what was your expectations when you signed up with the rap? It's like what were your first like okay and were they different from the um what in what you ended up experiencing?
2: I really had any expectations because I didn't really know what to expect per se. So I was just kind of going with the flow like, this is pretty cool. All right. I'm in. <laughs>
0: I'm in. <laughs> have they exceeded what you, even though you didn't have any expectations, have they exceeded like what you thought this could be, the potential of what it could be?
2: Yeah. I didn't expect the environment and the experience to be as good and as, I guess, portrayed and advertised as it is to have this many fans right off the bat. Like, very first um team and like the program and everything like i was not expecting that at all like low expectations when we first got into the stadium i was like whoa <laughs> this is a lot of people
0: <laughs> when now let's brag little. how is the uh, how is the columbus home crowd compared to the, the other crowds when you have to go on the road
2: oh columbus is so much better than anywhere else let's go we have incredible fans so many people come out people who don't even watch soccer will come out so it's awesome
1: what's been your favorite place to play soccer
2: Well, <laughs> I did enjoy the outdoor game a l- little bit. Of course. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it a lot. And so, honestly, my home college field, CSU, Walden Soccer Complex, it is nice. the greatest field <laughs> in the nation, and I truly believe that. It
1: is a beautiful complex. Y'all. It is know. Every gorgeous. time we go out there, just kind of take a deep breath, like, wow, this is awesome. It's very nice, and it's nice and tucked away, too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it's almost kind of like condensed a little bit, like naturally condensed. So it's almost kind of like it gives you like that intimate feel. So I I love that about Walnut soccer complex.
0: When it comes to this game too, it's also taking you across the world. I mean, what was it, what was it like, again, just having this experience that this game could take you across this country, but also internationally, how, how amazing has that been to travel and play this game?
2: I mean, it's, I mean, I've had incredible opportunities, so it's been absolutely amazing. And I try not to take it for granted and just keep on going and growing.
1: So, you, you said that after you graduated from CSU, you stepped away from the game a little bit. What's your other passions, you know, besides soccer?
2: Um, I love to, like, paint and draw, like, a lot of the stuff in my apartment and in my family's house and stuff like that is things that I've, like, drawn and stuff. I... Found a passion for it in middle school. Just took a random art appreciation yeah. class, and then it just kind of grew. And it turned out my mom was um, an artist as well, and no she kidding. used to draw and take classes wow. in college and stuff. And I didn't know that until years later. So she just let me do my own thing though and find it for myself.
0: Oh, that's pretty awesome. So, so yeah. from an artist point of view, you guys have a pretty sweet logo. We do. I was about so that was my next question. So like, it, you know, sometimes logos try to be too intense or try to embrace <laughs> something that's not it. But what did you think of like the look of the uniform and the logo when you when you signed on?
2: Oh, I love it. The wave is everything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm from Florida right next to the beach. So, I mean, dude, oh, the beach. <laughs> yeah.
0: Be- beach is therapeutic it. Uh, it as is much crazy. as it is. Uh, have you been able to go home? I know that your schedule is absolutely crazy. So, been able to go home to Florida at all?
2: Um, I barely made it back before Christmas a little bit, mm-hmm. but we had a game the day after. So, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, in Memphis. So, I had to drive all the way there. But, yo, <laughs> yeah. So, that,
1: is a, that is a hike. So the
0: how how is the travel though? I know not. There are only what four teams in the league right now, but they're kind of spread out right now. What's travel like?
2: Yeah, well, Memphis is a trek. It's definitely interesting. It takes like six hours to get there, yeah. plus the time zone. So getting there is fine. Getting back's not. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we haven't traveled to Fayetteville yet, so going to see how that goes.
1: And then, and of course, Rome is a travel team this year, so mm-hmm. they come to you rather than you have to go to there. So where do you see? this program, the rapids, where do you see this program in the future? Like say 10 years from now, what's the hope for you for what is your hope that the rapids are in 10 years?
2: Um, I just hope it can be up to the standard of like an outdoor league, Mm -hmm. um, professional soccer team, like, and have those expectations and grow and they've expanded every year. So like, I hope it gets that way. And, um, Women and little girls have those options to do both and to choose that path of what kind of soccer they would like to play.
0: Well, she can add Trailblazer to her resume, which mm-hmm. I think is truly, truly exceptional. Thank you again. But before we actually go, you mentioned that you like to draw. Is there anything specifically like a subject that you like to draw or a style that you like to draw
2: in? Mm, not really. I'm kind of like abstract. Like gotcha. my favorite artist was Picasso. So oh, really? I, yeah.
0: Again, she's more talented than a, than, than us Combined at this point, you think?
1: Listen, the only thing I could draw growing up was football fields and racetracks. <laughs> Stick so. men are a real are my ceiling at this point. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: but man, this is uh, Olivia. Thank you again so much. What you what you guys are doing both on on the women's side and the men's side, I think, is absolutely amazing, and you're giving a lot of hope to these to the to the future players. That, that's something special, and I'm so glad the Rapids are here. I'm buying a jersey soon. And I'm buying more merch with my name so on. Absolutely, absolutely. You <laughs> sign my forehead after we're done. Oh not, yeah, I gotta be on
1: TV. Unless you want, unless you want, it. See, you have to. It's got to be Rex's because I don't think the black shark <laughs> is gonna show up on my. We can forehead. get you a
0: silver one. Yeah,
1: that'll work too. Yeah, so
0: they, we'll eventually get our forehead signed by Olivia Gerald. It's gonna be amazing. Anything else you'd like to say? Just, I, I mean, the experience of it. What's been the best part about being a Raptors
1: player?
2: I think just playing and just having this fans and having the support and being a part of a team and a community again.
1: Man, this is incredible! But we do have one more question ah, we yes. have to ask you before we let you go. Traditional question every single time, every single guest. Okay. Exactly. With the with the caveat that you have to help us make it happen. So, who would you like to see us interview next? Mm. And it could be it could be anyone, but, but we but need your help getting this person.
2: Oh goodness, I'm not sure. I mean, we could always try and get. I mean, I think someone from the men's team, probably. Okay, okay. cool. Yeah, cool. to see their side and their perspective. So, yeah.
0: Who would be? Who do you think would be like? A, who would be a really good interview? You've been a great interview, by the way. Yeah.
2: <laughs> thank you. Um, probably Roger.
0: Roger. Roger. Okay. Roger, you're you're coming up next, my friend. And Olivia told said that she could help us out, so basically you have to do it. Olivia <laughs> told you to do it. Yeah. That's how I heard it. Olivia, thank you so much though for for joining us, a trailblazer with the Columbus Rapids. We're <laughs> gonna wrap this up real quick, uh, Jack. She was a history maker at every level that she's been at from high school to college, and now... Man, what a story! and What an, the drive that Olivia have is truly inspirational. Exactly,
1: right? the drive is the main focus here. Is you know how hard she's worked to get to where she's at, and the best is still yet to come for Olivia. That's for, for that's for a fact. We're, I can't wait to see what her and the Rapids do as we continue to build a legacy with the Rapids. Jack and I will yell this from the
0: mountaintop: These ladies have game. Go watch a game as soon as possible. It's in a crazy environment. Jack described it as mental, right, man, man,
1: man. It was it's so much fun and. Like I said, you you got to experience it yourself. You know, go out there and you know give these ladies and guys a chance. They will earn your respect. That's for a fact. Olivia's earned ours, and everyone on the Rapids
0: roster, both men and women, have earned ours. Incredible to see the impact that they're making here in the Chattahoochee Valley. Number twenty-three off to a terrible start thanks to this guy, but we finished strong with Olivia. Man, this was a lot of fun. And yep, looks like we can get a male Rapids Rapids player in here soon, right, Jack? We're gonna
1: make that happen. We got we we've got a list of. Guess that we've got to get to, Rex, so we need to make, we need to go ahead and start checking off that list. Jack, let's start wrapping this thing up, right? Alright, Rex, where can the people find us? Guys,
0: t- thank you so much for joining us. Every other week, WRBL.com, we are here live. You can also check out this podcast once it wraps up. Again, Dylan, shout out to Dylan behind the desk here, helping us make these things look good. You can check it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeart. But we'll have these up on wrbl.com. We'll start sharing a clips of these every once in a while. But Jack, we share these things on social media all the time. Where can they find us on social?
1: Yes, sir. You can find us on Twitter at Rex Castillo TV at yep. Jay Patterson TV. You can find us on Facebook as well. Wrbl Rex Castillo, Wrbl Jack Patterson. Make sure you follow the News Three Sports accounts as well at wrblsports on Twitter, wrblnews three sports on Facebook. Shout out to our director Dylan, who's been an MVP yes, today as well, Rex take us
0: home my brother another incredible episode the jordan episode with one of the goats of women's soccer in our area houston dash still mad at you but thank you for thank you for giving us the opportunity to appreciate her game for the rapids good luck the rest of the season i can't wait to see these history makers make even more history in the league man this was a lot of fun jack
1: absolutely a ton of fun and i can't wait to see the rapids you know we still got a lot of season to go and i think they're gonna get better and better you gotta keep an eye on these squads because i think they're gonna surprise some people go rapids we can't see what the next chapter is like and we can't wait to see you on the next episode ride the wave we'll see you in two weeks